It's not a Pixar movie, bitch. Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. <laughs> Alrighty, so we picked our this week's topic over text a couple days ago. We sure did. But I'm actually very much in support of it, behind it. We're going to do some live editing for Brenna, yeah. or of Brenna's writing, and then I'm going to, I did some... I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but I did. I've been doing very high-profile interviews, <laughs> um, and the first story of it or write-up of goes up tomorrow. Which by the time this goes up, will be in the past. And then, yeah, Bridgerton and Encanto, and then I have one scheduled with the great. So, yep, I talked to someone about all the TV magic things they do to make ripping each other's clothes off in a period piece much easier i'm sorry i'm sorry but i saw that trending today on twitter and like that wasn't your article because that hasn't come out yet (laughs) wait that specific thing i saw on twitter trending today was like something about the one object that helps all bridgerton sex scenes work oh interesting that's yeah. actually not what I'm writing about. We did talk about it, but I'm mm-hmm. curious. I mean, I'm assuming the one object is magnets or Velcro based on the conversation I had with her. Mm-hmm. But I never know. I can look at it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I just saw it. Yeah, it's very nerve wracking. I've never written something. Usually I'll like enjoy something and then like a month after the fanfare, I'll finally like do an interview. Um, yeah. But I just saw like yesterday there were a bunch of new stories um about the new romantic lead and how she didn't expect a corset to like fuck her up so much she like threw up on Mm. set the first day she had it because she tried to eat like food to be fortified holy shit so i'm like do i need to talk about that in my story um it looks like it was a deflated like volleyball or ball (laughs) oh interesting it was an article from or it's, it was posted from Telegraph, the Telegraph. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fascinating. Well, it's very fascinating. I'm not going to read it before I publish mine. That's for sure. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just remember the only thing about sex scenes that I remember that always comes to mind is like freaking Robert Pattinson talking about Twilight and like just like talking about like his butt being out i don't know just the way he says things are so funny so yeah i just have always loved wait that. did you see batman i haven't i'm i was like it's it's such a long i know that's insane because like, my favorite movies are batman movies well and i i didn't even know that you loved batman specifically i just know you like superheroes um well marvel I, like but the dark knight trilogy is i mean arguably like the best trilogy of all time i think so yeah but i loved it yeah and Alex yeah that's a big loved it. that's a big deal that's a big deal for you yeah it was incredible like I would see it again like in theater if the opportunity arises so if you do see it we should do an episode yeah I think we were we kept wanting to try but it, we knew it was longer so we were like well but uh. but yeah it's it's really Anywho. it's like really fucking good but anyways um yeah, I don't know. Where do you want to start with this whole thing? 
I don't know. I can give like a little update on where I am, yeah. writing wise, and then I can read like a little scene that I picked out Sounds just good. quickly. And it is like draft zero, so no judgment here. Um, okay, but yeah, let me see. Let me see how many words I've written because Scrivener is so nice, and I'm really loving it. Yay! Um, I have written total in this project eighty three hundred words. Oh wow. So, um, yeah, I like, I'm not, I have such a hard time writing. I'm very concise when I write. So like, I've been having a really hard time (laughs) lengthening things and I know I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that at the end. And like, it sucks because I so wish I was a overwriter, not an underwriter, but I'm an underwriter and Mm -hmm. it just kind of sucks. Yeah. I feel like, sorry. No, it just sucks because, like, that's not you're, – if you're writing certain genres, like, agents won't even consider you if you don't have the right word counts or anything. So, yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense because that's what sells and they, like, that's what the, you know, how many pages because paper's expensive and all this stuff. I mean, there's, like, all these different things to, that play a part in it. Well, yeah. let's see what we could do about your length. <laughs> that's what she said. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I've almost – I've written, like, 8,000 words, and that's been over the course of – like not even I think I started writing in Scrivener like actually writing like scenes um maybe like the last week in February so like I have been writing like consistently but not super like not a ton of words every day but like I've kept it mostly consistent and I think that's really helped just like not yeah a very substantial amount in my opinion not going off like not um not not writing for like maybe four days is the longest I went without writing, but I mean mm-hmm. it's so easy to slip back into that. I'm not going to write for two years thing, uh, so I'm glad that's I have exactly where I am. That. Well, that's not true. <laughs> I wrote like a thousand words today, but whatever. Ugh. Okay. Anyways. Well, that's what you get paid to do. Yeah. That that type of writing. Yeah. So that makes sense. And half of it was quotes. So <gasps> that was my favorite thing about writing essays in college and high school was like you could just block quote. Like, yes, quotes. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I have, let's see, I have a scene. Um, I know we talked, like, extensively about what I want it to be about. And so far, what I've been writing is pretty much true to that. Like, it hasn't changed too much, but I'm sure mm-hmm. once I get to, like, the meat, the meat of the story, it'll, stuff will change. But right now, um, this is, like, this is the first scene in chapter two where um, Rory, the main character, wakes up with like the magical powers. Mm. Um, so yeah, and it's a little, uh, it's a little, what's the word? Um, gross? <laughs> Not really gross. I just like mentioned vomiting once. I'm just mm. giving a trigger warning for vomiting talk. Because uh, <laughs> I see mm-hmm. you're drinking something. <laughs> no, well, it's... <laughs> To the person who's <laughs> literally woken up in the middle of the night, face to face with you vomiting right in front of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Both you and Martin have had that pleasure. Um, yeah, uh, but he's marrying you. Mm. Honestly, it didn't I mean, bother me one single bit. It's just a funny I mean, story. Well, it's funny that like that's not people's typical college experience, but vomiting is always a part of people's typical college like friendship, That's but true. not ours. It was like an actual medical thing versus like I'm so drunk I'm throwing up right now. That never happened, luckily. But uh yeah. <laughs> Okay. You. I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> I wake shaking. The sun shines bright and relentless through my windows, and I'm drenched in sweat. Covers, clothes, skin, all wet. 
without even a moment to get my bearings, last night's dinner rises violently into my throat. I fly up, dizzy, and stumble down the loft's ladder before vomiting into the trash can next to my desk. I stare into it with wide eyes, focus fading in and out on my stomach contents. My vision goes dark, and I hobble backwards from my squatting position on the floor to a horizontal one. Pause. When my eyesight Hold comes... On. Yes. I just want to take notes so I remember stuff, and I Dude, don't have my yes. notes app open yet, so... I know, that takes a while to open, I understand. I don't want to get distracted and miss something. I am. I opened my phone back to that Bridgerton article and they're just naked people, so we can close that now. Oh, great. <laughs> okay, continue. My apologies. All right. When my eyesight comes back, everything is spinning. The white underside of my loft... So her bed is lofted. This is, like, explained more. So it's, like, a nice, cool, like, you know, that loft that you'd love to have, like, with a ladder going up and your bed is up there. Yeah. You know. I got it. I assumed. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Because that was, like, my dream ever. All right. (laughs) When my eyesight comes back, everything is spinning. The white underside of my loft is covered in photos of dancers throughout history. Oh, gosh. From Gene Kelly to my favorite K-pop stars. (laughs) And they spiral into one another, creating a blurry, colorful mess of shit. (laughs) What is happening? I haven't touched a drink since Ivy died, so it's not that. Am I getting sick? I had the same foods yesterday that I've had all week. I place a hand to my damp forehead in an effort to stop the spinning. Instead of what I would normally feel, a warm, equally damp hand doing nothing to help, a rush of cool water flows over my forehead and down the sides of my face. It does make me feel better, but it only deepens the confusion. It was as if my hand was the water. Much less dizzy and no longer nauseous, I crawl my way back up to bed. I sit cross-legged in the least sweaty spot and focus on the tree closest to my window. Its leaves rustle in the slight breeze, crinkling up against each other in random patterns. The leaves are mostly yellows and oranges, but a few scarlet ones peek out from the crowd. One in particular presses up against the window. I trace its veins with my eyes. The longer I stare, the more its red color tugs in something in the deep recesses of my brain. Suddenly, I'm pulled back into the memory of the nightmare that caused this mess. Bits and pieces come through, but they don't paint a full picture. And then here's a little italicized nightmare piece. Mm -hmm. I stand in the stands at the game, but the stadium is empty. Seth Cho walks out into the middle of the field. He's the kid that dies in the first chapter. We're the only two here. His warm smile reaches me and I give a little wave. A gust of wind flies around Seth. He keeps smiling. His body rises into the air. He holds his palms up to the stars. The night turns the color of blood. Blood. Sounded like a vampire. All right, one last paragraph. I hold my own hand palm up in front of the window in an attempt to ground myself. Instead of cementing me in this reality and not the nightmares, it does quite the opposite. Little beads of clear liquid form almost perfect domes of my skin. The sunlight shines through them and makes baby rainbows on the wall next to my bed. I can only form two thoughts. One, it's not sweat. And two, it's not something I'm consciously doing. I touch a fingertip from my right hand to one of the beads and it stretches about three inches before breaking off and splashing back to my left palm. Another thought, that is not a property of water. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Okay. That's perfect because one of my notes was, wait, where did the water come from? But that's exactly what I should be thinking. Mm -hmm. Because it's, um, oh, but I was going to say... Oh, yourself. I would add maybe like based off of that, um, mm-hmm. like a, just a tiny weird water detail at the be- like when she first opens her eyes. 
Mm. Like, even just a sound or something? I don't know. Would that be weird? Yeah. Or does that fit? No. No, that wouldn't be. I mean... Because what is it? Like, the rule of threes? Mm Mm-hmm. So that would be... That would give you three things before she kind of... At least before the end of the scene. Um, Yeah. And then, like, the red... The red color I was talking about, like, she, in the next bit, she... You know, her other hand has fire. So, like, it kind of... I kind of tried to with, like, the leaf, and I don't know. I don't know if I did that on purpose or not. Maybe I'm just making that up, but... <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick up on the fire thing at all. Well, no, I know, but, yeah, if I kept reading, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that thing, I'm sure you did that, but no. Yeah, I just um, thought she was trying to... Now that makes sense, but in the moment, I just thought you were, like, kind of really getting into this red leaf. Like, I yeah. I only thought it was there because she was trying to not be dizzy. I mean, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, name a, name a pop, a K-pop star. You got a, from Gene Kelly to my favorite. Just pick one. It's not yours. It's your characters. Well, no, I know. But like, it's so, I don't know. That just, it seems so hard to do that. Like everything I've referenced in stuff I've written has all been like older movies or like at least at the very, like, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it, it was hard to pick one. I, I went, I was immediately gonna just say Jimin, but like I, I went back and I was like, I don't know. This seems weird. Do it. I don't think it's <laughs> okay. weird. I think if okay. you don't pick one, then it seems like you don't know what you're talking about. That's true. And I do very much know what I'm talking you about. You really do. You have a really good opportunity to get specific and relatable there, I think, without mm-hmm. any like extra research on your part. <laughs> you know you are correct you are correct um i promise like i know it's hard to distance yourself from it in the writing process but i promise my only response to that is like oh that's so cool like and i see this girl more clearly but i need like that extra thing will actually make it clearer oh and then for I some reason that. i want her to get hurt on the way down from her lofted bed <laughs> like bang a shin or something because i feel like that would happen you're very right yeah that would that would happen to me yeah and it kind of would ground you more. oh okay and then i have a crazy idea yeah, you're right <laughs> i love this yes go ahead um what would you think about making this i think you should like earmark it as a possible first page yeah Be- because it all made sense to me and all you, I think all you'd have to do to, like, add in, like, you can go back and flesh everything out after this launch point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the only thing it's missing is, like, at the end of that nightmare flashback, you can be like, but it doesn't make sense because he's dead. It's Which true. you did when you were That's reading true. to me. You were like, he's dead. Yeah. I was like, this is a be- the perfect opening scene is... Uh is um like his crazy death mm-hmm. so like that's why i chose that but that is a good point because <laughs> well, it's yeah. not that crazy because it's not like she sees it really anyway but um i liked that like action having that be the opening mm-hmm. like, was of his death but no i i get what you're saying though. well you never know like that might be what ends up working better and also i haven't mm-hmm. heard it so who knows mm-hmm. but it just occurred to me that like everything makes perfect sense to uh relative yeah. stranger to the story and the fact that i have like the ni- nightmare in there kind of makes mm-hmm. yeah i can easily tie that back to this is 
what happened so and it sets the tone for your writing style which is very quick and like visceral Mm -hmm. i don't know i think it's engaging i was like picturing myself opening the book in a store and i was like i would have a hard time putting this down i can't picture that too much because i'll just get upset so well i'll just do it for you being a being a being an aspiring author is tough work Yes. Especially when one of my former, she used to be on my team at Twitter. She just got an agent and I'm like living through her and she's just, oh, I love it so much. And yeah. I also am sad, but I love it so much. <laughs> well, and you know, so. you know, it might not go anywhere further than the agent, but that is okay, exciting. Yeah. Okay, wow. What, what a horrible thing to say. Well, but you're right. That's like, I know, I know. You were correct. But I think um, it's it's tough. Yeah, it is really hard. It's definitely yeah. one of those things. Yeah. <sighs> but I think I think just focusing on writing this has been... I'm almost like, well, I can't go back to my other projects. Like, I don't really have a choice. I need to just write something new. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what's keeping me focused on this. Because before I would just be like, oh, well, I'll just continue to query like my older stories. Because that's like something easy I can do really quick. And, yeah. Like, not write a whole new project. And <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it's that desperation is really pushing me forward. <laughs> yeah. So was this really a draft zero? Because it was really good. I think I like I went, I read um, my my draft zero is just like. I only, I'll write, like, the action, and then I'll just put describe this in, like, brackets. And, like, that's my draft zero. And then I'll go back and add, like, stuff that I know how to write, but, like, I don't want to stop the action. So I'm Mm kind of, like, I'm kind of, like, let me get through what actually happens and write write the action first. And then kind of go back and put in these little details that I don't know. And so I did that. um, But that's kind of, yeah, my draft zero is mostly just, like, really really not fleshed out at all so then I went back and fleshed it out and I feel like that's a good a good um I don't know process because I've had to learn how to write kind of again and what my process actually is yeah it seems like it worked really well yeah like I said and it's I don't feel like I feel like it's a good mix of going back and revising but also at the same time not dwelling on stuff Mm because I'm still continuing to move forward like I can't just some people can just only move forward and just write and write and write, I but know. I still like need some of that. I need some of that like rereading to get me like excited about the story again and stuff. And like I mm-hmm. need some of that in my process. So hmm. yeah. Well, thank you for the compliment. Of course. <laughs> well, you know me. I wouldn't oh. say it if it wasn't true. So. Yeah. I mean, you'd say it if it wasn't true on the podcast, but to, to like to my face when we were not recording, you'd be like, "This is the shittiest thing I've ever read." <laughs> I don't know if I would say it if it wasn't true on the No, podcast. you would not say that. <laughs> you would never say that. <laughs> think. But yeah, that is where I'm at, and I'm continuing to push through. Well, I'm proud of you yeah. and excited. Also plan a wedding at the same time. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. I'm just worrying about paying my taxes. Small that potatoes. Too. Brig was telling me about all his taxes, um, and I'm really, I feel really sad. I'm like, I'm really glad my employer takes a shitload out of my paycheck because I don't want to have to deal with all of that after I already get all that money. That sounds so sad. Yeah, it's a lot to give away $7,000. Yeah. Jeez. At least. I mean, I got my, I I got my lowest refund I ever have gotten, but I still got a refund. Like Martin didn't get a refund. This is the first year he didn't, he, he had to pay money. So like, 
Uh, at least I got a refund, so. Shit. Yeah, I'm banking uh, on that. Taxes, adult stuff. Woo-woo. It's a lot and easier I'm, like, stuck. than I thought it would be, though. Once you start doing it. Yeah, I mean, I've used TurboTax since I was in college and had my first job. So, like, even though TurboTax sucks, like, I'm just going to stick with it because they have all my data and stuff. And, like, it works. And it's it's easy. It took me one night. Sorry, I burped and I slammed the mic into my chest. Mm, the okay. mic that Brenna hears, I think, in the recording, it was just like a little boop. I burped, too. Cute. At the same time, I think, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Twins. We just had frozen pizza for dinner, so. <laughs> wow, you've already had dinner? You're such a grandma. I know. Okay, any anything else? Any questions, concerns, thoughts, feelings? I don't think so. I think my main, like, worry with beginnings is, like, I read a whole book about how to do beginnings, right? Mm-hmm. And I... I just love writing nightmares and like writing little dreams and but they're like don't do that I'm like I want to like I want to have at least a little tiny visceral like and this is so tiny compared to like how my other stories have been with nightmares and whatnot and they're like it just seems I get it because you don't want your character to be sleeping like I I get where they're coming from but I still want to have dreams and stuff in (laughs) well dreams are very um especially for something that's based in the real world I don't know. I think all the good books that I've read have dreams to some effect because it's such a good yeah, tool same. for like foreshadowing, especially in like a mystical context. And like with this in particular, like she's going the the rest of the nightmare is like Seth basically giving her these powers. Like it's it's like this weird magical mm-hmm. thing where she like so it's it's actually serves like a very important purpose um, to like you know reaffirm what's going on. And I think that that's because there's a magical element. It makes sense to you know, have a weird ass dream with it, I guess. So I think also part of the reason why I see that as a beginning is Mm -hmm. because she's like forgotten everything that's happened and she's like, okay, what happened? And it's like the perfect opportunity to sort of be like, this is what happened. And, but also as you were saying, talking about those books you were reading about beginnings, I know it's like a super cliched no, no to be like, I woke up, I brushed my teeth, blah, blah, blah. But I think just the fact that she immediately sort of, like, falls down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, scrapes, like, bangs her leg type thing and throws up and, like, sees her vomit in the trash can. I think that's a very, I don't know, I think that cuts the cliche immediately. I think I remember... I want to say the Hunger Games was an example in that book to sign of say how to do it right because I think the beginning of the Hunger Games is Katniss waking up and Prim is not there and like they, mm. they usually sleep next to each other so I think it's I think the Hunger Games does like go against that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as long as you like have enough questions that it generates and as long as it's like fast moving, I don't see a problem either. But yeah, I get I get the the point of that. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's also hard because she is alone and like also you want to have more than just one character for a super long period of time in the beginning yeah but usually. um you do have two characters because that dead guy i guess you're right that dead guy Mhm. Mm-hmm. and you learn a lot from a student by their bedroom i'd argue that's true like i already know that she likes dancing specifically um and that she throws up yeah <laughs> 
that she's gonna be able to do something weird with water and somebody mm-hmm. died she's a mermaid all the things that'd be great okay well she also gets panic attacks so look forward to that well i can see <laughs> honestly i can see like how your personal experience with mental health like shaped that whole scene that you read so i'm sure panic attacks specifically will be very well written so that is probably my favorite piece of action that i have written because it's like not action happening but it's like yeah very visceral and so yeah i it's it's during there's a scene after this where she like goes to like a lake kind of behind her neighborhood and like lifts up the entire lake and oh, then nice. she's just like f- then she freezes and just freaks the fuck out because like of course you would <laughs> and if you're prone to panic of course you would like <laughs> what the fuck so yeah like vanya sure whoever that is oh my god you need to watch umbrella academy bitch Oh, Umbrella Academy. I was like, phew. I thought it was going to be something super, like... I know Umbrella Academy is popular, but... No, well, and it's not exactly the same, and and there's there's always going to be, like, vague similarities to stuff. Oh, I know. But there's no, not going to be... No, 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 I didn't be... mean that. I meant, like, I thought I was going to be embarrassed that I didn't know. I don't mean, like, it's going to be the same as... I mean, I was embarrassed uh, I didn't know who that was. Oh, of course. <laughs> like, if this is from, like, Harry Potter, oh, good lord, that's so embarrassing. I should have known. But, but that's hilarious because, like, we've already established on true. this show that it's you true. haven't read Harry Potter. <laughs> or yeah. watched them. So... You are correct. But anyways, God, that's such a Bronner <laughs> reaction. I love it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess all we have scheduled left to talk about is my interviews. Yeah. Um, I hear about your which, life. <laughs> um, basically, I've, I mentioned earlier, but I've scheduled, or <laughs> I've completed interviews with the costume designer for the second season of Bridgerton, and then um, some of, members of the creative team and cultural advisors for Encanto um and Encanto story is gonna go up next week which is terrifying because I haven't started at all yet I mean I've done the interview but it was Mm -hmm. with like three or four people so but I'm gonna try the Bridgerton story goes up tomorrow and it's supposed to be like 500 words I mean I can write more because it's you know I'm the one who edits it but um it just I have just spent more time on it than I should have and it's much longer it's still gonna be a good story but I'm gonna try my damnedest to make sure Encanto isn't as long um (laughs) maybe like 700 words is realistic Mm. but right now my issue with this Bridgerton story is like, it's, it's got a lot of info and tidbits and, like, clues and shit, which is great, because there's, like, a full week before the new season comes out. Um, but I'm like, should I add my feminist angle in there or not? Like, I have the parts written, but I'd have to figure out a transition. And knowing me, it's gonna, like, fuck with the whole structure of the story. So I'm inclined to just leave that out of there. But I'm like, ugh. I want to talk about sexual empowerment via smutty stories even though i really didn't like bridgerton personally i haven't watched it 
Yeah, I have a new level of appreciation for it, for sure. Like, everything yeah. I say in this story is genuine because mm-hmm. I enjoyed talking to this designer and they did a lot of fucking work. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe if I feel up to it tomorrow morning when I'm posting, I'll maybe... I have it saved, those little extra paragraphs saved, so we'll see. We shall see! Maybe I'll um, make it... I know I'm just, like, not even really talking about the cool parts. I'm just, like, talking about the, like, work parts, but... It's okay. Maybe I'll um, upload it as is and like input all the photos and captions and hyperlink shit and like have it perfect and ready to go and depending on how I feel then I'll make the decision about putting that feminist paragraph in or not um I also don't really this isn't a story I would usually publish under my own name just because of trolls because mm-hmm. they yeah. I have such a unique name that people like find Google me real easily if they get triggered by anything and then send me direct messages about how much they hate me. Mm -hmm. So normally I would want to publish this under my secret pen name, but we'll see. I feel like I can't since I interviewed someone under my name. Yeah. Um, I I just still can't get over that you are literally doing what I like my degree is in and that just is so funny to me lol I know right because <laughs> I'm so you... bad at it <laughs> but did you want to do any sort of no I mean yeah. I the reason I chose journalism was just because of the photo and video and but I did had to like I had to take classes and interviews I mean I had to interview so many people mm, mm-hmm. um, so and I also had to worry about filming it correctly mm. Um, which mm. is also a whole nother thing. But. One incredible thing, maybe it's because I'm interviewing like bigger people now, mm-hmm. but the, oh my God, the little marketing person. Um, <laughs> the little marketing person. <laughs> who yes. like puts me in contact with the interviewee and then also they <laughs> they sit in on the call with their camera off, which is hilarious to me. That's so funny, yeah. They're like, I'll let you guys like go on and have your conversation they just turn their camera off but they're there like listening the whole time it can be intimidating it was the first time it happened to me but now i really yeah. like the people I mean, who have done it since so. i mean that's just kind of like having your like having your manager with you if you're a celebrity and you tell the person don't ask about my relationship with pete davidson like i mean i don't <laughs> great example sorry i just saw the trailer for the kardashian it looks like, really this is, good this is a good trailer i knew anna claire would like it so yeah, I've watched it twice. Um, but, yeah, I think... We talked about that in the podcast. Like, we were like, they got... Hulu got the rights to them. Do you think they're going to continue the show? Mm-hmm. And I think we said, like, no, they're just going to put the show on Hulu. Nope. They're... Of course they're going to continue doing a show. Come on. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> um. Oh, but the reason I brought up the little marketing people is because they... They offered to record it for me both times. Because, you know, I, like... I've never figured out how to set up the screen feedback loop, screen flick, whatever. The thing that we could use to record both of us together. But, like, is it on Google Meet? Because, like, that literally has... I guess you have to pay for... I don't know. No, it's on Zoom. Okay. But... But, like, you can record on Zoom. You can record on all these platforms, can't you? Can you? 
maybe it's just the plan that because my old job we recorded like everything and it was on all on zoom but maybe it was a plan yeah. that he had not sure but maybe oh well well it's nice I mean, either way you don't have to deal with the big file of a big ass recording <laughs> yeah i mean i still record it on my end anyways because i'm paranoid um yeah and also i just think it makes sense to like always record have like two or three i usually do three backups or three recordings, two backups. But yeah. Um, yeah. The Encanto stuff was really cool. It was crazy because I interviewed everybody all at once. Um, <laughs> and one of them spoke Spanish, so there was translating going on. Did I already say that? No. That's awesome. Um, and but, chaotic. Yes. And they had one of the artists translate. So I, like, felt bad for her. But, um, yeah. And then I asked uh, them to send me... Some like I was like, would it be possible to send me some concept art and like, you know, to go with the story? And they were like, yeah, here's some concept art like made by the people who I interviewed, and like reference photos that they took on their one trip that they got to do before the pandemic, and then um, <laughs> what else? Oh, like specific film stills. And I was like, wow, like Disney is really good about images, like press mm-hmm. images. You can actually use any press images for free for their stuff it's like an open website download portal which is very unusual like the only other like big company that does that is the met so and only with old ass shit yeah but to get concept art i had to email them directly but there were like no hesitation yeah here you go so that's i'm really excited to feature that that's really cool I, yeah, I love, we have this big, when Martin took that, like, Pixar and Disney animation class, we have this just beautiful coffee table book of, like, all different, oh, just, it's so gorgeous. Disney yeah. and animation, and everything's so cool. Things mm-hmm. are cool. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm going to end, or are you going to say something? No, that's it. Because that's really all I have to say, and I feel like I can end on this fun fact that I didn't learn in my interview, but that my sister told me. <laughs> um it. That, oh, yeah, and this Encanto story will go up on March 25th if people are interested in reading. I feel like I can't really talk about what it's going to be about because that would be conflicting interests with my employer. Well, so can I'm... you say what, you know, website it's on just to refresh people's memory <laughs> at least? <laughs> Art and object. It'll com. go up on Google.com. <laughs> but honestly, if you just Google my fucking name, you'll find it. That's true. Art and object. We did a whole podcast episode on it. We did. About it. But it was a while anyway. ago. So thank you for giving ago. me the opportunity to plug. <laughs> but anyways, okay, let me end on this story and then, then we can say goodbye at last. Okay. Um, the So apparently they made a lot of toys and like dolls and figures of Louisa because they thought that's mm-hmm. the character that little girls would be obsessed with because she looks like Rapunzel. She's like pretty. She's got flowers. She's a bitch, but... Um, at least at the beginning. Do you think she's a lesbian? Um, I'm going to tell you something and you might get really mad you at me. You haven't seen it yet? <laughs> no. Ah, <of> <laughs> I haven't seen any Pixar movie that came out once the pandemic started. It's not a Pixar any, movie, bitch. Any anim- Disney animated movie or Pixar movie, sorry. I was thinking of Soul in my head while I was saying Pixar. Yeah, anyway. well, anyways, you should watch it. It's really good. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I interviewed the people. 
No, I know. Trust me, the entire world says it's good. Um, but anyways, Louisa, the big ass, big ass, strong ass sister, mm-hmm. is the one that all the girls want a toy of. Yep. Isn't that's that what I thought you were gonna say? Amazing. That's so cool. Thanks for listening. If you liked the episode, feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at ObsessNaturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. (laughs) 